welcome to Hope Radio. I'm Jill, your host with Hope Journey Ministries. Today we're going to be talking about just one scripture, 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 15 through 17. The title of today's episode is Quietly Trust Yourself to Christ, Your Lord. I know, it's a long title, but that's how this scripture begins, and really, there's no better way to name it. It sums it up. I'm really glad you're here today. Let's get right into his holy word. So quietly trust yourself to Christ your Lord. And if anybody asks why you believe as you do, be ready to tell them. And do it in a gentle and respectful way. Do what is right. Then if men speak against you, calling you evil names, they will become ashamed of themselves for falsely accusing you when you've only done what is good. Remember, if God wants you to suffer, it's better to suffer for doing good than for doing wrong. Well, lots to think about there. I'll never forget a church camp experience, and I was around fourth grade, and we were sitting on the floor in a cabin, and the leaders and the pastors were sharing scripture about believing in Christ. They then went around and asked each of us why we believed in Jesus. You know, I'd say most of the kids kind of just shrugged their shoulders, not because they didn't have an answer, but I think it's because talking about your faith can be so difficult and for the first time can be really difficult. It really opens yourself up to criticism, being laughed at or even mocked. So I never blamed any of those kids for being quiet. In fact, that was my plan. I was just going to sit there and hope they moved on. But God had other plans. As the pastor was working around the circle, I could feel my heart beating faster and faster. I was afraid kids next to me could hear it. I know they could hear my breathing. I just knew that I was going to share, and I didn't want to. And so I was stumbling around in my head with what I was going to say, and nothing was coming to mind. Well, except an experience I had a few years before with a dream. I'm sure I've shared that story before, but I'll share it again at the end of this episode. Now let's get back to the almost panic attack. I was hearing some kids share, and they were so confident and seemed to have just the right words. The pastors questioned each one of them, and the kids stayed strong. They did not waver. You know, I kind of felt like the pastor was picking on them, challenging them. It was really awkward, and I was getting frustrated. But you know what? I was proud of those kids. But now he's getting closer to calling on me. Now, at this time in my life, I was still very shy. I hated confrontation. I wouldn't make eye contact. But you know what? I knew Jesus. I believed in him, and I was afraid my worst nightmare, though, was coming true. I was afraid the pastor was going to make me share my story, even bully me until I cried and then be so incredibly embarrassed. You could see where my mind was going. But here is what happened, the divine moment. I looked into that pastor's eyes myself and I knew that he knew I had a story to share. His tone kind of changed with me when he asked. And he asked me if I did believe in Jesus and to explain why. He asked if I thought he was real. 
Well, out of my mouth popped out the dream, the whole story, and I didn't hold one thing back. I could see on his face an expression as if, I don't know what I was sharing, really pleased him. But then he began. He began to question me. He asked me to defend my answers, saying, are you sure you just didn't make that up? Are you sure it's just not in your head? It wasn't God. Are you sure it was not your big brother playing a trick on you? Oh, he just kept coming at me. Now, I'm not meaning like a warrior, but to a little girl, it felt aggressive. I remember I began to shake within, not because I was scared, because he was making me mad. I said, I know it was God. He said, how do you know if it was God? I remember saying with almost clenched teeth, because I know He smiled and said something like, I believe you. Now, the funny thing was, I wasn't finished with him yet. (laughs) I had newfound courage. I wanted to yell back at him and, in fact, say, how dare you say that about Jesus? You know what? I had a sense of peace that came over me. I cannot say God said this out loud, but I had this real sense, and he was proud of me that I took a stand. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I was some special angelic child in that moment and smarter than anyone else. What I am saying is, God gave me the courage to say, I know it was God. And you know what? I believed it with every cell of my body. To this day, all these decades later, I still believe it with every cell of my body that it was God. Now, this was not a memorable moment for everyone at camp to still be talking about decades later. But it was for me. Because it was at this point I began to understand more about who God is and the hope He provides. And it began to launch me being willing to share what I knew about Jesus. You know, at the time, I was pretty angry at the pastor. But as decades have passed by, I am so incredibly grateful for those moments of being challenged. Because as a shy little girl, God gave me the strength. And that's the first time I really remember him holding me up. Now, let's look at the scripture. It talks about when you say things about your hope The world can be pretty cruel. You know, in that Christian camp, I was not in a den of wolves. I was with fellow believers. So again, I was not super bold. I was not a princess warrior, but it was still hard being the first time to share my faith. Have you shared your faith in the world? Have you found it to be hard, maybe frustrating and even pretty scary? Maybe you're listening in and thinking, I don't even know what my story is. I promise you, you have one. This is the time to start seeking God and asking Him. Reveal to you, and you will be blessed. Okay, so we're going to look at the scripture, and then I got off on something else. But let's look at it now. The scripture said, do what is right. Then if men speak against you, calling you evil names, they will become ashamed of themselves for falsely accusing you when you've only done what is good. Remember, 
If God wants you to suffer, it's better to suffer for doing good than for doing wrong. You know what? I skipped over 15, and I want to say this now. Quietly trust yourself to Christ, your Lord. And if anyone asks you why you believe as you do, be ready to tell him and do it in a gentle and respectful way. Okay, let's go ahead and talk about that dream that I mentioned before. I was this little girl a few years ahead of this church camp experience. And I went to bed and, you know, for a little girl, things that really now as adults doesn't seem like a big deal, seemed like a really big deal back then. And I guess I went to bed a little stressed or worried. Maybe there was tests the next day. Maybe I was in a conflict with fellow friends. I don't really know. But as I began to fall asleep, a dream started. And I was able to see all those things in life that I love, from spending time with mom and dad and hugging them and my brother and sister and riding horses and playing with puppies and growing up in the country. I mean, it couldn't get much better than that. And I was enjoying watching kind of like a slideshow. And I had joy. But then my slideshow it changed. I began to see slides of things that scared me, stressed me, hurt me, that I was so incredibly afraid of. And as each slide went by, it got faster and faster. It was almost like I could hear a tick, 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 tick. And it was like being on a roller coaster and it was out of control. And all these images were in my face and they were causing more pain and more anguish and more guilt. I mean, it wasn't just things that made me afraid. I was seeing my own sin and I had tremendous guilt. And I cried out, Jesus, help me, help me, Jesus. And I maybe saw just one or two more slides. And then I was in total darkness. I mean, a darkness I had never experienced before. And directly right in front of me was kind of like a pin light, tiny. And it began to get closer to me and closer to me. And as the light was getting closer, I was feeling it had warmth that was on me. I could feel the warmth. And now the light was so directly in front of me that I should have turned my eyes away due to the brightness. But it was beautiful, and I just wanted to look deep within the light. The next thing I know, though, I see myself lying on my pink bed. I was little, but I looked like I had died. And so another panic hit me. Jesus, help me. I don't want to die. The next thing I know, I'm looking again at the light. And down from behind the lights, two hands came towards me. They were kind of cupped, like if you were holding water, trying to hold water in your hand. And as they were getting closer, there's one thing I noticed right away. These hands were strong. So strong. And why did I notice that? Because my father... 
was a builder. He had really strong fingers, strong hands, and I was recognizing the power in those hands and the safety and looking at those hands. And as I got closer to me, I raised my hand to touch those powerful hands. The next thing I noticed is how tiny my hands looked, like an infant, but maybe even smaller in comparison to these strong hands. And I wanted to grab a hold of those hands because that was my safety. That was where I wanted to be. And right before I touch the hands, I hear these words. It's all right, my child. And it was over. And I was awake. Well, that's a story I shared many, many years ago. And I still feel that like it was that same night that I went telling my mom what had happened and she had tears rolling down her face because she knew that God had revealed himself to me in a powerful way. You see, God has allowed me to share this story over and over and over again. And I find such a great joy and I pray that those who listen are blessed by it. Think about those words. It is all right, my child. We are children of God. So he could be easily saying that to you right now. So whatever you're going through, reach to him, reach to those powerful hands. But as we live in this world and we share our stories, it's tough. I cannot tell you how many times I've been called, well, that religious girl or that goody two-shoes. Or she thinks she's better than us. (laughs) We hear those things, right? It's tough. Because the world doesn't want us to live a Christ-like life. But that's the best way to live. And so we do quietly trust in our Heavenly Father. Trust ourselves to Christ our Lord. And if anyone does ask you why you believe as you do, be ready. Be ready to tell them. It's your opportunity. And make sure you do it in a gentle and respectful way. So they'll hear how amazing our Heavenly Father is. Seek out your story. And then say, okay, God, let me share it. And he will. Well, I want to thank you so much for listening today to Hope Radio. I'm Jill, your host, and I do hope you've been blessed. And remember to always be a blessing to others. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.